Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Now to Trey Betty, brought to you by Asher Wrecker Service, 501-562-2293. Family owned and operated since 1980. Asher Wrecker, dependable towing and vehicle recovery service. Ask for Asher. Good afternoon, Trey. Hey, guys. I must confess this has happened so rarely under Sam Pittman. I had to read the headline twice that Arkansas actually had a decommitment today. Second one in the class, I know, after not having any his first couple of classes. Uh, but Everett Rousseau has uh, decommitted. He was a linebacker from Georgia. He was one of the first guys to jump on board. And I kind of maybe goes back to that old adage that you know you don't want him to commit too too early mm-hmm. uh, but he was uh he was a, i think he was the lowest rated commit on the board until um uh, Stephen johnson the latest commitment the 6'3 330 pound defensive uh tackle uh but you know the good news is they're in on a lot of good looking linebackers i know we always say they can never have too many uh, but they have done a, a good job linebacker recruiting so far and uh i think there's some other ones that they like out there I didn't realize he was the lowest on the board uh, until you said that. But, I mean, when you look at I mean, here, here it goes back, Troy. We talked about this on the program yesterday, how successful Arkansas has been recruiting the state of Georgia. Mm-hmm. And the uh, decommitment comes from the state of Georgia, Ellenwood, Georgia, Cedar Grove linebacker Everett Roussel. So, yeah. um, Still got four from the Peach State, though. Yeah. He did say – and I, and I wonder about this. Uh, he said, although I am decommitting Arkansas, it is still one of the schools I will be considering. How pretty, serious? Pretty rare that that happens, yeah. that uh, they recommit to a school. Having said that, um, I said Arkansas hadn't had any decommitments until this class, but they actually did. Uh, Little Rock's own uh, Landon Rogers decommitted briefly yes. from Arkansas before recommitting to Arkansas. So uh, I guess that's a, a double contradiction because it can happen, but it's just pretty rare, uh, especially for an out-of-state recruit. Yeah, I would think that would be extremely rare. Who are some of the other linebackers you think that Arkansas may have a uh, in good that they are Arkansas is in a good position uh, towards right now? Right. So I, I don't, first of all, I don't think they're done, but, um, you know, they've got Carson Dean on board, uh, Alex Sanford, who just committed to them. Uh, Brad Spence, I think, would be another one to look at. Um, you know, Arkansas uh, is really high on him. Uh, he's, a, he's a nice size kid, 6'2, 225, out of Houston, Texas. Uh, he's pretty highly regarded, um, you know, not like a super recruiter or anything, but he's number 127 overall in Texas and has uh, Arkansas, Cal, Arizona State, Cincinnati, uh, and a few others that are that are strong after him. Um, and then, you met, you know, Tackett Curtis might be another guy. Uh, I don't know that I would say that I think Arkansas is leading for him. I think maybe Ohio State, USC, but, um, you know, he's, uh, he's another one to keep an eye on out of Louisiana. He's actually really highly regarded. Trey, I, like I love 100. what I love what Danny or um, any of your others yourself. When you write a story like this, you also have 
2022 projected scholarship roster, a name that uh, was at the bottom who went through an injury. Do you have an update or do you know of an update on three-star Manny Powell? Well, he tore his ACL, and it's been a good time ago. I mean, it was, I believe, right around the start of his senior season. So uh, that's been some time ago. He, you know, he did a little bit of stuff in the spring, but nothing nothing contact-wise at all, just kind of drills on the side. Just saw him out there a couple of times during practices. But Sam Pittman says, you know, unless they have an injury during the winter cycle, or excuse me, the <laughs> the summer cycle um, unless they have an injury during the summer cycle then uh, they expect everybody to be pretty much a hundred percent with the exception of uh, of Torian Carter Trey one name we talked about and I only think it was in passing and uh, there was quite a bit of news uh, coming forth with the commitment of Jaden Rashada of mm-hmm. Pittsburgh High School in California committed to Miami. Now, there are all kinds of uh, stories. As an example, this is from Juice on our Asher Record Service company, Live Fin Feedback. Uh, Rashada's NIL deal with Florida was around $11 million. But his agent said the Florida collective was the most dysfunctional collective he's ever seen, so he committed to Miami. I just understand yeah. they didn't come up with enough money with Florida. But anyway, Goodness. Um, isn't isn't this a name? Did we not talk about Rashada in regards to Arkansas at one time? Oh, yeah, he came. He visited. Absolutely. Okay. He was he was on Arkansas's radar for a long time. And, uh, you know, him, Jackson Arnold was another guy that I really liked, and Malachi Singleton. To me, I liked all three of those guys very equally. And yeah, I was yeah. – I was thrilled for Arkansas to get Malachi Singleton. I think that he has a lot of potential. I mean, he's he's six one two twenty five and can run the way he does, and he's got a really nice arm. He and Rashada and Jackson Arnold, all three right now, are in Los Angeles at the Elite Eleven trials, um, competing. I think there's twenty quarterbacks. The top eleven that finish out of that will be named the Elite Eleven. Uh, but he's up there, and. Um, We've got a whole team at 24-7 Sports that are up there, so we should have some pretty pretty great coverage and numbers and stuff out of that event. Hard to believe that um, I know Rick, his blood pressure went through the roof when I was telling <laughs> about this story. Player. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's, those are those are things we heard when he was, um, you know, on his visit here, so not surprised by that. By $9 million. Let's just say that we heard money. <laughs> yes, uh, I've heard that he asked for $2 million a year. That's what I've heard. Is that about what you heard? And they said, hey, it was really nice having you on this visit. That's what I heard. Very similar. <laughs> and you know a lot more about it than me, and that is one of the very few recruits I've ever heard that about uh, or know anything about, but that, mm-hmm. I've got it on a very good source. That's exactly what he did. Welcome to big-time football. Right. Yeah, and obviously Arkansas wasn't willing to pay the price, so what does that mean, Trey? Is Arkansas going to be a recruiting void here as they don't pay $9 million for quarterbacks? I mean, it's the it's the, the age we live in. I mean, Amazing. That's amazing. I, I think it's going to – I do think it will calm down. I do think that there will be 
some type of regulation at some point. Marcus isn't on, is he? No. (laughs) (laughs) But I do think that there will be some type of regulation. I mean, I'm all for the free market and all that stuff, and we're all capitalists and stuff, but – I mean, there's also rules. I mean, it's yeah. not an, it can't be anarchy. You know, you can't do insider trading, right? I mean, there there are certain rules to capitalism. So, I don't know what the answer is, but there there will be something to. I don't know if it, you'll ever level out the playing field, but at least where you know what to expect. Uh, I feel like in the in the. Um... Uh, case of fairness, I need to, to share this. Uh, Glenn Parrish, the great writer who covers Bentonville sports, uh, Boonville, Boonville sports, um, said if you're scoring along at home, 140467 dollars and 50 cents. Now you may be wondering that that's not an NIL number, no. Um, this came from the Jello Shots final total at the College World Series. The official 2022 Rocos Jello Shot Challenge, Ole Miss, came through with the winning total. And who cares? But if they, <laughs> well, they do play fall, more games, they were low, they were there longer than Oklahoma. Yeah. yeah, you know it just shows you though the spirit of competition that there is because you know they were they were just they just buy these um, these giant jugs of Jello shots that are pre-made. You can get them on Amazon and broken down, they're ninety cents a shot. Those are the ones that they're selling. So it's all about competition. People don't like losing, and they're willing to pay. You know, they're willing to pay over four times as, five, almost five times as much. Yeah, I'm, it was, I'm pretty what, naive. But I'm pretty naive. I'm assuming that's not like Jello. That's no, Jello. It, it, you mean it's real Jello? Yeah, yeah. with a little with, with a little Jell-O? juice mixed in. Jello. Yeah, it's with it's not a some kind jello. of drink or something. It's really Jello. <laughs> it's really Jello. Wow, with what, vodka mixed in. Oh, okay. Well, so that's yeah. I knew you had to have something in there. Oh yeah, thinking, vodka Jello and water. Yeah, vodka Jello and water. Okay. All right. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's Different that's why I said you may not. You know, who yeah, cares? I, I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Back to business. Uh, this yeah. from our Asher, Asher Record Service Company Life in Feedback. Larry says, uh, please ask Trey to break down the 2023 recruiting class. Also, how does he feel our coaches are doing in recruiting? What are our chances for landing the wide receiver from Booker T in Tulsa? That's Micah Teese. I think they're in good standing with him. Um, I'm not like saying that they're going to get him, but I, I think that they've done a great job. He's, I think, the number three ranked wide receiver, or excuse me, number three ranked overall player uh, in the state of Oklahoma. So that would be a nice get if they could get him. And you know, to go with Luke Has, and I mean, Luke Has is number two ranked prospect in Oklahoma. And he's three. That'd be pretty pretty good damage to the Sooner State. Um, as for the recruiting class. I was talking with Danny about this yesterday, the day before, and 
know, Arkansas is ranked number seven right now in the country, number seven nationally. And he says whenever he brings that up, somebody always says, well, they're not going to stay there. And here's the thing. We've never had the conversation before of whether or not they're going to stay there because they've been ranked in the top ten now for six months. For six months. Uh, I think other recruits see those kind of numbers, see where Arkansas is ranked, and it, are intrigued, you know, because you see, hey, they won nine games last year. I hear a lot of good things about Sam Pittman, and they seem to be recruiting well. Maybe I ought to check Arkansas. I think that there, um, you know, is a snowball effect, and Arkansas – uh, is is riding that right now. Now, what they've done so far, just to put it in points, in terms of points, I'm not going to break down the formula and stuff because I don't even understand it. But it's a great, it's on a bell curve. Hmm. But Arkansas has like 213 recruiting points right now. Okay, each each prospect assigned a number of points that you know their value, I guess. Last year, the final class, which filled up, had 217 points. So they're really close with just 16 commitments right now to where they were last year when they finished ranked. They're 28th on 24-7 sports composite ranking, which averages everything out. 24-7 actually had them 18th last year. 24-7 sports did. Um, now, what they've done, if you took this class, what they are right now, and placed them last year, they would have finished 31st, I think, with this class right now as it is. So they pretty much secure that they're going to be a top 30 class. What I think is going to happen, what I see trending, is they're going to be a top 20 class this year and maybe even inside the 15. If they're, when you, like, say, okay, you know, if they could get this guy, this guy, and, you know, I think they're going to get this guy, but let's say they don't get this guy. You know, when you're doing it, working it like that, um, it looks pretty pretty strong that they have a, a good chance to be in the top 20 in the 24-7 sports composite ranking, which I don't think has ever happened since recruiting rankings started, you know, being in effect in 2002. Talking about uh, ripple effects, I, I was reading a question uh, earlier, Trey, from um, – the uh, athletic concerning Florida recruiting and already under heat is Billy Napier. There was another question that was asked about the impact of Arch Manning uh, to Texas. And you were talking about how good players uh, see certain commitments and how it attracts them immediately. And already, Texas is getting such a ripple effect from Arch Manning and his commitment to the University of Texas. Uh, I can only imagine, gosh, who who could who could provide that kind of ripple effect for Arkansas? Is there a well, player that could do that for Arkansas? I don't know if there's a bigger name out there than Arch Manning. I well, mean, no, I, I I didn't know. Wasn't trying to compare him to uh, someone to Arch Manning. Yeah, I I don't know. Who I mean. Maybe Luke has, uh, you know, uh, maybe his commitment to Arkansas would have an impact. He's the top-rated recruit in the class right now. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if I would say one particular guy as much as the collective of, of everybody. Uh, but you're right. I mean, Texas has the number three-ranked class in the country right now. Arch Manning is the second the second five-star uh, that's, that's on their board. 
you know, we talked about Connor Stroh, I think, last week, maybe right before Arch Manning committed, and Connor Stroh ended up committing to Texas pretty soon after, and I guarantee you they probably sold him on the idea of blocking for Arch Manning, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, no question that, uh, that that's probably going to impact their class, and I'm sure that they're, you know, thinking of things too because Texas A&M had the highest-ranked recruiting class in college football history last year. Yeah, they were saying this particular uh, article soon after his commitment, Arch Manning's commitment, they landed, five, Texas landed five-star safety Derek Williams out of Louisiana, which is not easy to do. Yep. And then uh, they are trending with five-star receiver Jonte Cook out of DeSoto, Texas, and then a five-star linebacker Anthony Hill out of Denton, Texas. So immediately, again, uh, that is uh, something that, uh, boy, is the is the ripple effect, if you can, of um, having that top player. Yeah, guess uh, what? Tracy- Texas is recruited, recruited great every year. <laughs> That's true too, yeah, and right. uh, and still hasn't really championship in fifty something years. Yeah. yeah. Well. They won in 2000, and when was Vince Young? Seven? Yeah, it was like, yeah, it's been a while. Uh, no, it was, yeah, around then. Yeah, 2007. Yeah. They played that, for that it with Colt McCoy. Since, really, yeah, since Mac Brown. I, you know, you'd say maybe they had one, maybe maybe two good seasons, I guess, since Mac Brown was there. And yeah. uh, they're always way up in the recruiting rankings. They always recruit highly regarded quarterbacks. And it's just no excuse, and I know every single Texas fan that's hearing me right now probably agrees, there's no excuse to have no players drafted in two years at right. the University of Texas. That's amazing. When you look at the recruiting rankings that uh, that they have, you know, I mean, they're not Alabama, but you don't have to be Alabama to get players drafted, yeah. uh, you know, off your roster over a right. two-year period. That's, that's just stunning. Yeah, there's yeah. seven. That's 14 rounds of drafts. You're right. But especially, maybe you know, when we – we go over um, the names of players that have been drafted from the state of Texas. Uh, it, there's a lot of them. I mean, this is a state that produces 400 Division One prospects every single year, and you know, probably probably leads the country. Probably Texas, Florida, and California, I would guess, um, are going to lead the country in number of players drafted. So it's pretty astonishing that none have come out of Texas, and that to me just screams of a culture problem well arkansas is going to play against this class because at 25 if no earlier what 25 um so this that's if he's in the class of 23 that means he's going to be a junior so and and all these other guys too if they're still there let's hope he's not the golden arch (laughs) (laughs) okay so lots of burgers down there, won't they? <laughs> so that's going to be his NIL deal? McDonald's, right. the Golden Arches? That's exactly right. Yeah. The Golden uh, Arch of Texas. I heard his value was like $4.5 million. Is that Saturday. right? Well, that's yeah. not as much as that guy He's underpaid. Miami. He'll be underpaid. Yeah. guy from Miami gets $9 million. <laughs> He's not the number one prospect. He'll be underpaid. He's oh, my. Better demand more. But uh, uh, what what kind of got it started, uh, Trey, was uh, this was what they call the recruiting mailbag. I know Danny does the same thing on Hog Sports. 
But uh, is uh, the headline was I read it to Rick. Is it time for Florida fans to be concerned about Billy Napier? I mean, he's only been on the job maybe three he hasn't months. He coached the game. Yeah, and he coached the game. <laughs> I think and they're already dogging him over him. his recruiting. They're already comparing him to uh, Dan Mullen and uh, mm-hmm. Jim. Uh, who was the other guy? Jim Michael. Michael Wayne. Wayne. Yeah. 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 Well. Um, it's, I, it's dramatically world. early. Recruiting is about relationships, and, you know, uh, you're coming from a place that doesn't recruit the same caliber of athletes that SEC, SEC teams recruit. And, um, you know, it's it's hard to get that first class together. Um, you know, I mean, he's already had one, but I, we'll see how it shakes out with him. I, I still think he's, a, I think he's a good coach. I think he was a good hire by them. Uh, if you can write this down to remember, in case I forget tomorrow, uh, how about with just the 85 cap, how will that distort the recruiting rankings? Because now there's not a cap. so it, That's going to be real interesting to see. Okay. We can talk about it tomorrow. Let's do it. Drive Time Sports will continue.